Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 82, The Isotension Principle. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm Fit. And first of all, thank you for joining us as we took a little break last week since things were insanely hectic mm -hmm. as we got ready for the Toronto Pro Super Show. But I have to say it was an amazing success and it was awesome to meet those of you who came out, wasn't it, Mark? Yeah, it was really nice also to see all the feedback that we had about the podcast. So always a pleasure to meet you guys and I can't wait for the next event. Seriously, it was honestly, it was surprising and it was just a wonderful little uh, treat to hear all the things you guys had to say. It was a lot of feedback about the podcast and I mean, it's a pleasure for us to be able to keep doing this for you. So we're excited to give you guys this episode, which talks about a topic that I don't think we've ever really mentioned even in passing. So before we get to it though, big thank you going out as always to the show sponsor, Rise Gym Gear. So check them out at risegymgear.com because as of tomorrow, that that's June 11th, 2015. They're launching over 30 items between clothing and equipment, which is without a doubt the biggest launch that they've ever had. So again, that's www.risegymgear.com. And when you're picking out all your new stuff, don't forget to use the code FITTALK to get 10% off your order. Now then, this week's question comes to us from Anthony through SpeakPipe, and he says, Hey guys, this is Anthony from San Diego. I was wondering, does flexing between sets help um, with muscle growth or is it just a waste of time? Thanks. So that's a really interesting question. For those of you who don't know, the technical term for flexing in between your sets and doing extended flexing and posing after your workout is actually called isotension. And uh, I'm not sure where maybe that was coined or anything. I first found out about it just through Arnold's new encyclopedia of modern bodybuilding. And I, I was pretty surprised to learn that. Mm -hmm. That was actually in itself like a, a form of isometric exercise. I had no idea. It was a first for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's um, a lot of bodybuilders who talk about that. And also there's, um, you can find a lot of studies online who uh, prove that isotension is a good way to, uh, first off, um, create a mind-muscle connection. So being able like, to control even more muscle and flex a certain area of your body. Um, and also uh, it can be used as a workout or to work your muscle, but for sure you're not, uh, you're not having like a full range of motion, but it's a different type of workout. Exactly right. Basically the idea here is that flexing helps keep the muscles in question full and engorged with blood, which as we all know is the glorious feeling that we all know as the pump. So it's said that flexing is actually an isometric exercise, which we know is crucial in the bodybuilding world when it comes to creating that aesthetic physique. When you want to create a physique that's just appealing from every possible angle and you want to develop every single muscle, I mean, you have to isolate these muscles. And this isotension is actually a form of that, even though like Mark's Said, you're not working your muscles through a full range of motion. But the thing is, if you've never actually done more than a quick flex, like maybe just checking yourself out after your workout or even during, uh, you're actually going to find that creating a workout out of this, actually doing this for an extended period of time, it's actually really tough. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's tough to do because you're actually, you're physically working your muscles. And uh, I mean, that's 
just it's 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 not a break in between your sets and anything like Arnold actually always said like in between his sets like if he was taking any rest whatsoever he was flexing and that's just it's more work so you're never actually taking a break when you're doing that mm-hmm. it can also be like a negative side because like it's not everyone who uh, will recover as fast as someone else so um, there's a lot of people will keep flexing but like for example if you take like a minute 30 to flex then you don't have like a, a real rest time between each other and you might not be able like, to keep the intensity uh as much as you would if you you were taking a good a minute 30 rest of a real rest very true and with that being said mark i mean we know that based on your current goal uh whether you're cutting or bulking you adjust your your rest times accordingly so if you had a good minute 30 uh in between your sets how long would you spend of that, you know, doing any sort of flexing? Uh, what I like to do, there, there's just certain area of my body I like, like to flex between each set. Um, so, for example, like my, if I go with my chest or um, which other area, like my, my, my quad as well is really good. So what I like to do is basically if I'm doing like a barbell curl and then my bicep is just too pump and I have some difficulty like to even like contract my <laughs> bicep, like having like the uh, proper full range of motion, what I like to do is just extending my arms uh, to the fullest, extending it and then flexing it and extend and flex it. Uh, this way I'm able like, to have a better range of motion when I start working out again, when, I do a, when I'm doing like an active exercise, when I'm starting the barbell curl again. Um, but I will not flex during a minute 30. I will probably flex like maybe three or four times. That will be it. And then shake my muscle as well to uh, try to remove some active acid. And from, for my bicep, I like to also use my hand to do like kind of a massage. And I just do some circle in my muscle to remove acid lactics. I'm doing that as well, like with my calf, because it's just too painful. Um, and it helps to keep going and have a better range of motion. Like to that end, when you're actually physically flexing, do you hold it for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. or does it vary based on the muscle or? I uh, go more with the feeling of it because sometimes you cannot even flex yeah. because you're too pumped. <laughs> um, so for bicep, that's one of the reasons why I like, like just to flex and extend my arms and then do kind of a little massage and also shaking them. Uh, for my calf, for example, I will, I, I really like, like if I'm doing like a seated calf raise, I will go, I will just stand up and doing some, uh, standing calf calf raise with no weight and just stretching my my calf at the bottom and make sure that I contract to the fullest as well. Uh, This way you just have a better range of motion with no weight and then when you come back with the weight, uh, the first couple of reps, you're able to uh, have the, the same range of motion. Right on, right on. So, I mean, in a way, it's actually helping you to continue to do the exercise properly properly exactly yeah exactly that's that's fantastic so um like mark mentioned too a couple minutes ago this is going to be a great way to help you guys establish a better mind muscle connection and at the very fullest i mean we know that the mind muscle connection is absolutely crucial when it comes to putting the maximum stress possible on your muscles because as as we've discussed in the past like maybe some people who are just starting out have difficulty to feel certain muscles um i know especially for me it took forever for me to be able to fully engage my back whenever i was working it out and as mm. of maybe just a couple months ago, I think it was around like November, December, I basically just had started learning how to do a proper lat spread. And now I can, I'm really good at engaging my lats. I can fire them up like just like that. But I mean, 
being able to flex and practice that, which is definitely something I do uh, on my back workouts is I, I flare my lats in between my sets just to make sure like I'm still feeling them there. I know that they're working. It's going to help for you to establish better control over these muscles themselves. And for our competitors who are listening or aspiring competitors, you guys know that the better that you can control a muscle, you're going to have a easier time working it when you have to do posing. And is that that is one of the most important things. Like, not it's not just about the physique when you're in a competition, but about the way you're able to display it and show it off. Mm-hmm. And also uh, the transition that you have between each mm-hmm. pose. You, what I like to do is it's kind of like a like a dance. Every, everything is like fluid. So if I'm going from a, a, a double bicep to a back shot, the way you move uh, needs to be like really fluid. So uh, that's something you can practice and work. Uh, mm-hmm. For sure, and when you're able like, to control each muscle, like for example, if you're you want to do uh, want to show like your rear delt, uh, there's certain way to flex it, and I think it's with uh, any kind of flexing between each set or after the workout or looking at yourself in the mirror and just practicing, 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 uh, because it is really hard like to contract everything, um, and also like for example, there's a lot of people like when they contract their abs, they're not able like to to have a good uh, facial aesthetic at the same time. So <laughs> something to practice to not only like just focusing on your abs, but also like your entire body as well. There's a lot of people who will incline their shoulders while doing it, but it changed like the entire posture and the entire uh, feel of the picture or, or the shot. It's so true that you mentioned that as well, because that's another crucial thing. I mean, just about anyone uh, can practice flexing and doing it over and over and over again. But when it's mm-hmm. for a particular goal, like if you're doing a photo shoot or a competition or whatever, at the same time, you want to maintain a certain, uh, like you said, a facial aesthetic uh, with mm-hmm. your face or, you know, just a certain look to, uh, I guess, avoid the certain, the particular grunty face that would normally yeah, some, go along with it. It can be nice as well, like to see the intensity in your face when you're flexing really mm-hmm. hard. But uh, most of my photo shoot or uh, fashion shoot that I do, I don't even like flex really. I'm just able like to contract like my abs without like losing air or, and I, I don't even focus on my abs. I just know that they are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I contract them in a certain way, I don't even need like to flex like my bicep to the max and just try to destroy any muscle fibers while doing it. It's just... Uh, you learn how your body works and you learn how to contract them properly because if you over contract them, then your muscle will look smaller as well. Um, there's a lot of people when I go in event, I, I said that like in other podcasts, you take your hand and they're shaking because <laughs> they want to look like big as I do. But I never flex when I'm doing like a, a reload pose. I'm just doing like a piece out and there's some tricks like putting like your arms against your lat and instead of like working with your arms, you just spread out your lats and then it just go against your bicep and you just look bigger. It's so true. I remember I remember that too because uh what was that? It was on your your birthday workout this year when we took a picture you me and Santoro and uh, from the side I was doing the same thing but like I was flexing my right arm as hard as I could and you told me you're like just relax man like it's it's, it's you're you're actually doing more harm than good by doing that and I mean yeah. I I did lo and behold it was an incredible picture like I looked just insane in that shot and I was yeah. like that's amazing because I would I wouldn't have thought and it doesn't even really make that much sense to me because I was like wouldn't you want to uh to tighten the look of it you know in that case you know make my shoulder look as like as as tight as it possibly could and try and make the veins pop out and all that stuff like uh why is it why is it the opposite why would you want to keep relaxed 
Yeah, the thing is like when you contract, like for example, your bicep, you make your bicep shorter. Um, so you, you lose like a little bit of volume if you want. Mm. For sure, you will look like crazy if you see like the veins and all that stuff. So you need like to find the, the balance between both, like flexing a little bit, but not too much. But also depend like the which kind of pose you want to have. Um, but yeah, just little tips. There's so much little tips like that. Uh, you just experience with the time and you, you learn on how to do it. Because if I was like flexing every single time taking a pick, Oh my god, I will be so exhausted. <laughs> yeah, that's true, especially at an expo. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Imagine like Body Power or Germany. Like you, you meet like thousands and thousands of people like every day. Yeah, man. Forget <laughs> <it>. You'd be <laughs> dead, just yeah. dead. So, uh, in your personal opinion, then how has and and let's also say from a biological standpoint, how has flexing mm-hmm. aided you in muscle growth? Like like we mentioned before, you know, it's a way to keep the muscle engorged with blood. Um, is that going to help, I guess, increase the volume, the physical volume of your muscles itself? Like, uh, Yeah, it's it's uh, another stress basically you put on your muscles. So for mm-hmm. sure it will help to grow. Um, but if you tell me like, would you exchange like a proper workout to a flexing workout? No, not absolutely really. not. Um, no, I prefer like having like a full range of motion, working my muscle like uh, deeply and to the fullest instead of just like flexing just a short, uh, short range. Um, to make sure that I target every single area of uh, my chest or whatever, which muscle mm-hmm. I'm working out. So I wouldn't like exchange it to a proper workout, but for sure it's good to do it to uh, overstress the muscle and uh, put a different stress on, on the muscle as well. Right on. And, uh, you know, in the Encyclopedia of Modern Bodybuilding, Arnold said that he spent a ton of time like after his workout flexing and practicing his posing. And I mean, everybody here listening who have seen Mark's videos, especially the old ones, knows that Mark used to always do a posing routine like after every single workout. Um, so mm-hmm. Mark, is that something that you still do after your workouts? Do you still mm-hmm. practice them? Yeah. And do you have particular routines super, that you do? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm super pumped, I just like to go to the bathroom and just see a bit how it looks like, flexing them. It's just encouraging like to see the progression as well yeah. from each like each posing so I get a pick or and then I, ch- I can just compare like yeah, two weeks later or three weeks later um, so I still I still do right that. on right on I think everyone's going to want to see uh, some updated posing videos soon since uh, those are all that, I mean personally those were always some of my favorite things about the old school videos I always love the posing routines especially because yours were so um, unorthodox you know they were very it's, original yeah, and very, very much your own yeah. I never really, really really learned on how to proper pose maybe if you want like doing like uh, regular lat spread or whatever but I found like my own way like, to uh, make my body look uh, like better like the way that I work and all that stuff so for sure if you tell me like oh, I'll go in bodybuilding competition you need to pose I will probably not be as good but like if you tell me like have fun yeah and, <laughs> and pose and make it fluid I will dance yeah for real because I mean it's not it's not you know, hit side chest, hit, you know, side lat or, you know, all this other stuff. I mean, you kind of have your own, you have your own method and your own routine. And I think that in itself is something pretty cool just because it's about, that is another very original thing about you because it's all all about being creative and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, just letting your mind kind of do the work on what you think this needed to look like. So it's very cool that that was very much for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, with that being said, guys, I mean, 
Mark's going to tell you it's not easy to uh, to hold a flex for, say, even a minute straight or something like that or to do a full on posing routine. But it's definitely worth it in the long run. I mean, you heard it here first. There are a lot of benefits, you know, indirect benefits in itself. And I don't think that, you know, flexing is going to be something that makes or breaks your results. But the benefits are there. And if uh, you're not worried about people judging you in the gym for thinking that, you know, maybe you're a narcissist or whatever, seriously, go and do it because I think you're going to find it's going to make your workout a lot more engaging. You're going to have a lot of an easier time creating a mind muscle connection with yourself. So, you know, try flexing a body part or parts that you worked out on that particular day for at least a minute straight. And you'll see how tough that is can really be. But uh, I think that's going to be it for this week, guys. So if you try some of these extended isotension work or some posing this week, give us a shout and let us know how it felt for you. Was it harder than you thought? Let us know. We want to hear. And remember that if you like the episode, be sure to like it on SoundCloud and give the Fit Talk account a follow to let us know what you thought, as well as not forgetting to follow us on social media, me at Matthew Waugh and Mark at Mark underscore fit on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you have any questions that you might have in the future, visit us at fittalk.com and use SpeakPipe to send us a voice message and you could be the next person answered on our show. Anything else for this week, Mark? I just want to say a big thank you for everyone who came at the Toronto Pro Show. The Rise Boot was insane. First public appearance. We're really glad of the team that we brought with us, the energy that we had, and also to see how people appreciate all the gear and support the movement. So thanks for that. Thanks for listening to the podcast as well. Um, now it's pre-workout time. You need to go to the gym and flex a little bit. See you guys next week. Bye.